Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of the season two finale of Ted Lasso. My name is Daniel and joining me today is my fellow diamond dog, Shay. How you doing, Shay? Daniel, I'm doing excellent today. Uh, I would say in, in the diamond dog, you know, group, you're definitely, yes. you're definitely Ted Lasso. And I would say I, I mean, I'm your coach beard. I think that's a fitting description. And then Anthony, 100%, is our Roy, Roy Kent. Kent. He's our Roy Kent. 100%. He's 100%, without a doubt, Roy Kent. Uh, I, think, no, I think that's fitting. I think that's a fitting uh, description of us because I think um, we make each other better, but we also have very distinct personalities of all uh, of all of these characters. Yeah. This show, Ted Lasso, seems to be pretty popular, don't you? It's a, don't you agree? It's, it's, I think it's won a couple awards. I'm not too sure if they're famous awards, but it definitely has I won some. You know, I think people are talking about it, so I, I think it's fitting that we uh, we give it a little discussion yeah. around, you know, the season two finale, what we thought of the season, um, I guess, up till now, and maybe where things are going to be going. Uh, but of course, this is the movie podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd, and don't forget to leave us a review and uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're, we're on a hunt for 200 five-star reviews, but I believe we could get there. I think so. Uh, you could, I think so. You know, just tap on, you know, just hit the, hit the believe, believe. Sign as you leave the door every morning and hit, hit that five stars as well. Uh, you can also join our Discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick announcements. If you're new to the Movie Podcast, hello, welcome. We're so happy to have you, and we're so excited to talk about Ted Lasso. But there's so much more that you could listen to. We have reviews for No Time to Die, which is out now. You could watch that movie in theaters. Uh, you could also check out a review for uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, The Many Saints of Newark, and our thoughts on the finale of What If, Marvel's uh, animated show, who we also got to speak to some of the animation team for. So check out our the movie podcast for you for all of those episodes and more. Coming soon, we will have a review for The Last Duel and so many more movies. We're going into a very busy season, so definitely check it out. Definitely stick with us. Uh, and But I think it's time. we let, Let's start talking about Ted Lasso Season 2, Shay. So before we get to the, our thoughts on the finale of Season 2, I just want your thoughts on, A, your, just your thoughts on the show in general, uh, and obviously, of course, Season 2 leading up to this finale. Yeah, so you know, when it came to season one, we talked a lot about it um, in our in our you know weekly episodes about how this show is so charming, and it's and it's not even just the character of Ted Lasso, who you know on a surface level when you first meet him could be what some people find annoying, but the show as a whole, you know, you take all the characters, you kind of throw them into a into a mixer, and you get something that is so beautiful and unexpected. And I think it's a lot of people can sometimes hate on this show for how damn positive it is. And I think, you know, it's a weird takeaway that sometimes people can have about the positivity in the show. It's like, why wouldn't I want to be positive? The show isn't always just, you know, rainbows and sunshine coming out of people's ass, but it is this level of brevity that happens sometimes too. There, it deals with a lot of subjects that we are currently going through every day. If you're having mental health issues, this show, I think, is something that really resonates with you because it tackles them head on. It talks about them. It doesn't shy away from them. And I think, especially during this pandemic, this is a show that we've needed. 
And then, you know, in comes season two, after you have this beautiful season one that's all happy, positivity, with still, you know, the doses of reality, season two just takes it, and I think it really just amps it up and really lets you know that, sure, season one might have been just all, you know, beautiful, sunshine-like. Season two will have that as well, but we might focus a little bit more a bit on the heaviness of it. And I really liked that. And then I really liked what the season kind of did. It didn't just retread on the same ground. It took that and kept building upon it. And at the same time, you're getting characters that, you know, you maybe liked season one, won't like in season two. And that's the point and vice versa. So there's a lot that season two did that I think will either upset people, but I think if you just take a step back and look at it as a whole, You'll see that they're trying to tell you a very real boots to the ground kind of story about mental health, about life, about everything that's going on in your world today, you know, encompassed within this fish out of water coach from America coaching a European football team. It's interesting because, you know, I think when you're, pitching the show and we've had a lot of like soccer references and puns even when you were talking like boots to the ground i'm like okay yeah they're boots i get it they're cleats and you're like yeah they're mental health they tackle it head on i'm like okay shay i get it i get yeah. it um but i think if you were if you were to kind of give the elevator pitch again another soccer reference for you um what this show was in season one if you're telling somebody to watch the show um it's you may i think the show is advertised as a sh- show where it's like yes you know what an american football coach goes overseas to the uk to coach uh you know uk football and like that alone i'm like that's just a funny premise but that literally is just a backdrop to everything ted lasso is a show that like you said so well shay like this is a show about life this is a show about just reality and yes ted is a very positive person he has a very positive outlook on life and this show deals with the many people around him that also have to deal with Ted as a person and his personality, because having somebody who's that positive in life can be difficult to deal with too. No matter how positive they are, you also have to think about how that's affecting people around him. Right. And I think season one did such a beautiful job with that. And then of course you're introduced to characters like Roy Kent, Jamie Tart, Rebecca, Keeley, coach beard, and all these like incredible characters that you really start to love their stories. And then season one really felt like lightning in a bottle. And then season two came and, you know, there was some discourse around it and some people weren't as happy with it because, you know what, it's not the first season again. And I love that the show isn't trying to do the same thing over and over and over again. Characters need to evolve. Characters need to grow. And I think what season two has done is for it's brought characters to points where they have to be challenged emotionally. You know, Ted is challenged a lot this season. You know, we have a we have like the team psychiatrist come in who really is at the beginning, like an antagonist for him, right? Who is someone who is yes, helping the team, but also someone who treats people differently than Ted does. And, you know, Ted is very much of the mindset where we're talking it out and having a good time could be the, could solve all your issues, but that's really not life. And like you said, Shay, this show just does such an incredible job of just dealing with life and, I do want to give a shout out to Sarah uh, Sarah Niles, who plays Dr. Sharon Fieldstone, who is um, who is this team psychiatrist, who is phenomenal throughout this whole season. And from episode one, you're like, okay, I'm not sure if I'm going to like her because 
she's mean to Ted. And then you really start to get to know her over the season. And this is what season two does so well. It literally develops all of their characters. Characters like Sam, we get to learn so much more about. Jamie Tart. These characters in season one, yes, they had some, um, some layers to them, but it really was just more learning about them while they're on the pitch. And now we're getting to know these characters and they're starting to become our favorite characters. And I think this season really was incredible. And I think this season succeeds what season one did. And I think this somehow the show still is one of the most rewatchable shows. You know, we've been lucky enough to get some of the episodes early. Shay and uh, I would still watch it every Friday when they would come out and then watch it again before the, the episode the following week. You know, I've been watching these episodes two or three times each uh, for each episode leading into the next one. And you never get tired of it. It's really rare that a show could do that, you know, and here we are. Here we are now going into the season two finale already somehow. And I'm, I'm torn about my feelings. And it's not because of the quality of the show. It's not because of uh, choices that were made. I'm torn because. I'm sad that like this show is 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 done for season two right now because again it feels like you get to know these characters so well characters like Nate and and so many more that we are listening and now I have to like it's almost like they're your friends where your friends are doing things you're like no please don't do this yeah you know, especially a character like Nate Nate was a big one in season two oh definitely I mean we we talked about it a lot I, I remember messaging you watching episode ten or eleven and I kept saying. I'm stressed out right now. Like this episode is stressing yeah. me out because I don't like where these people are going. Like, and it's not the writing. It's the decisions that these human characters are making. You forget they're being written by people because the actions they're taking in this show reflect real life. This is something that I would do in the situation. This is a situation that I have been in. So when you're, when you're encompassing all that, the writing is so fantastic. And a lot of the, you know, the cast, like you have Brett Goldstein who plays um, Roy Kent. You know, he's one of the writers of the show as well and along with Jason Sudeikis. And there's there's this level of, of, of humanity that this show kind of brings that, you know, it might be too real. But what's nice about it is that it's comforting because it lets you know you're not the only one. You know, if you're going through right. something right now, watching this show – it gives you this positive, positive feeling that you're not the only one going through it. And you might know that you're not the only one going through it, but the show adds that layer to you that things will still be okay. And I think right now is, is, is when we need it the most. And this season, um, you know, if we, if we, if we get into the nitty and gritty of it, we have, you know, Roy Kent, who's back, you know, he's, he's, he clearly he's in season one, he was the old dog. He was always the guy that, you know, was too old to be playing the game still. And he tries some things out. He goes to, you know, become a sports analyst, you know, an analyst for soccer, you know, he on the TV and kind of providing his insight, a pundit, I guess you could say. And then from yes. there, back into back into the mix with the with the team. And he's all of a sudden now a coach alongside you've got Nate, alongside Coach Beard, and alongside Ted Lasso. And his character development is so beautiful because now you see that him and Keely are getting stronger and better. And, you know, it's like a match made in heaven, but also there's still cracks in the foundation. There's still issues that they, that they come up with. And I love how they tackle these characters relationships so well. Another character that, you know, I, I briefly touched on, who got a lot more screen time, a lot more development. This, this season was, uh, well, let, let's talk about two of them. Let's start with, with Sam. 
Okay. So Sam was a character that I think just uh, Sam Obisanya, who was um, obviously teased a lot through the entire from the from this season that um, we knew that it was him and Rebecca talking on the banter app, and then they finally got together, and now he may has has an opportunity to go play in uh, for Casablanca, which is an opportunity that we now learned that he turned down. And I love that scene at the end of this episode where he's obviously he's talking to Rebecca, but he's looking at Ted. Ted, yeah. You know, and he, he and he says that you know, like this is a decision that you know, as much as I want to say it's about you, it's about like what's right for me and my decision. And I love that. And um, I thought that was really special. And you know, their relationship's interesting, obviously, because it's you know, it's a superior and a, and I guess uh, your your employee employee at the end of the day, but um. I really liked how the show handled their relationship. You know what I mean? Because it just felt so genuine. It wasn't played up like, a, oh my God, will they, won't they type thing, right? Like the show, there's just such a, a genuineness throughout all of this. Um, another character that I love this season that got great development was Jimmy Tart. You know, we got to see him, you know, kind of hit rock bottom. We got to see him rejoin Richmond. And then we had that bombshell that was dropped on us in episode 10 where he tells Keely. Uh, he's a like, Keely. I still love you. You know that's that's my Jimmy. Tart. That's a Jimmy Tart. Right? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, Keely. Keely. Um, and is then, he is he fighting? Is he sorry, is he fighting for Scotland with uh, with yeah. Braveheart? <laughs> Keely, they can take our land. <laughs> um, but I also love that you know, like you were saying with Roy Kent, he's developed where I think at the beginning of this season, if he was a, if he found out that, um. Jamie told Keely that he used to love him. Roy would tear him apart. Yeah. Where we now see Roy at the end of the season forgive him. Yeah. And that's huge because again, that's growth on his part. Um, and then let's let's talk about Nate. Nate really had his kind of coming up party. Yeah. You know, he really had his his moment where he, you know, he tells Ted where he Ted just sees that something's pissing him off right and ted's just like what like what what am i do to anger you what can i do to, to learn from this right because that ted's always about learning to make it better yeah and nate's like you made me feel like the most important person in the world and then you didn't anymore and i'm just curious how did you feel did you agree with nate like obviously i want like to validate his feelings do you think ted left him in the dirt or do you think that's just nate having a hard time dealing with being a team player. I, I, I definitely think it's just him having a hard time. I think, I think it's a lot of things. I mean, the, the, the beauty about Nate's character is that his, his complexity um, is presented to us in a very understanding fashion. You know, you get an episode about him trying to get a dinner reservation for his parents. And it's such a, it's such a simple, ep- it's such a simple episode where you're like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, he's just trying to have dinner with his parents. Then you see the dynamic that him and his parents have and how he's treated and how he feels. And, you know, you he starts off as a character that is just there as comic relief, as this, like, you know, guy that's nobody, really. And it's almost like the superhero, the, the villain origin story of, you know, how, yeah, he be, really how he became who he is. And it's so earned. And, you know, kudos to Nick Mohammed for being this guy that you can go from loving in season one to hating in season two so dramatically. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because you want to root for him and you feel for him. And when he had that speech with Ted, um, to answer your question, 
it caught me off guard. And I, I, I kept trying to replay the moments in my head. I'm like, when did Nate feel that way with, with Ted? Like what, what transpired? Did I miss something? Did I miss an episode? And you know, really it's, it's, it's how people feel like, I might have felt that way at one point too about somebody who I thought was giving me attention. And then that, guess what? Next second, all of a sudden, it's gone. And I'll feel like it's easier to blame somebody else than to take the ownership for my actions. And for someone like Nate, he might have not seen the way that he was doing it. I mean, he kissed Keely not too long ago. And remember when he tells Roy and Roy is like, yeah, that's fine. He takes that to a person. He's like, why aren't you upset at me? Like, am I a nobody still to you? And it's right. a very, very interesting path that Nate goes on, but I, I, I hope we get his redemption because he deserves it. But I also think that this is going to be a very interesting turn of events for him. You know, it, it, like I, that was a great moment where Nate, or when Nate just feels like he's not even worth being getting angry at, you know. And and I think again, that's also because I love that direct compare that direct just parallel of Roy Kent developed by not wanting to beat the shit out of him and and Nate almost de- degressed by being like why aren't you mad at me you know what I mean it's it's interesting just to stand off between both of them and I think you know Roy coming back to the team really made Nate feel inferior yeah you know you have the great Roy Kent joining and he, as soon as he joined the pitch you saw it in Nate's face that he felt like he was being reduced replaced right away you know and and, and that's so interesting um, Ted this season goes on a journey, and I and I love that you know at the end of the last episode of, of episode eleven, <clears throat> sorry, episode eleven, we get to see Ted pretty much put on exposed to the world that he left that game earlier in the season because of uh, a panic attack. Um, and it's so interesting that again with the tabloids, with just the news, um. And especially in a in a football town like uh, or football like heavy place like the UK and Europe, news like that is like wildfire, mm-hmm. right? And the press and media can be very mean to you and the fans. And I think for someone like Ted, who um, is such like a golden retriever of a human, um, you you see how that impacts his mental health. But I also love when he is you know at the the media conference after the game after they get promoted luckily they're going back to the premier league um he really talks about you know like i think this is more of a conversation of how we treat mental health in sports and i love that they have the focus on that yeah. i think this is what this entire show is yeah um but obviously at the end of last episode we we learn that the person who leaked it is nate and that hurt you know like that i, I remember watching that in message you be like man like it's such a betrayal, but all, but like you said, everything has been earned in the show that you just you see it's not something that's coming out of nowhere. I will say though, the final shot of this episode, yeah, where it's revealed that because I, I think the last ten minutes of this episode is a little interesting. They they take the route of going, you know, a lot of time jumps, later, two weeks later, and then however many months or weeks later, um, you know. Uh, speaking specifically the last scene of this we see that uh rupert rebecca's ex-husband um has bought the other football club and we see somebody who is coaching their team and it's coached that looks very like uh military style the way they're 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 being coached obviously it looks a lot more like a traditional premier league football team that we would see 
Um, and then it's revealed that it is Nate who was the coach of that team. And who, who I think also his hair, I think, has gotten so much more gray. gray throughout this episode that I didn't recognize it was him at first yeah. until he turned around. I didn't love the whole let me walk to the camera and look direct. He literally walks so close into the camera and gives a little eyebrow raise. Yeah. Like, I, I was waiting for him to twist his mustache. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, I, think, I think that felt a little silly to me. I think yeah. they could have cut a lot sooner with something like that. They could, they could have just um, literally had the camera pan around and show us that it's Nate. And I know that they kind of did sprinkle this to us during the funeral episode, episode 10, I think, um, where you see Nate just kind of hanging out and um, – Richard walks up to him and he's like, Oh, Rupert. So Rupert walks up to him and just whispers in his ear, pats him on the back. And you see Nate's eyes kind of like glow and he gets yeah. on the bus. So you could tell that they were like hinting that there's, there's something, there's something more happening here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely setting Nate to be uh, an interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting character for season three. I, I know that, Season three, it could potentially be the final season of Ted Lasso as well, too, which I hope not. Um, it's it's crazy to think that, you know, we may only get three episodes of the show, but um, three seasons, let's, I guess. Let's, let's just kind of look and see where everybody is at the end of this. Obviously, Ted is Ted and Coach Beard are coming back to coach. Yeah. Uh, Roy Kent, I'm assuming will be coming back to coach, but him and Keeley may not be an item. Um next season what did you think of their ending uh, it hurt because i really like them together but i understand the time apart um because roy needs to keep growing he needs to keep developing um but i do like them together i think they really feed off each other well you know keely is it wants to be a businesswoman she wants to be her own boss and she's finally getting that opportunity and roy is is still roy but he isn't doing anything to change himself fully. Yes, he's had some minor, you know, empathetic moments, but it's still not where I think Keely wants him to be. Definitely leaps ahead of what Jamie Tart is, but when she sees how Jamie has really done a 180, yeah. It 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 really yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a curveball. So, I am curious to see how they goes. I really want them to end up together because I really like them as a couple. Um but let's see, maybe... But people do grow apart, though, right? People do grow apart. People can, as they both mature, as they both matured a lot in the last two seasons, people can change, right? And yeah. and Roy and Keeley have been together for the last two seasons of the show. Um, and at the end of the day, people do grow out of one another. Not, And it doesn't always have to be a bad thing, but... I think with her not going on that six week vacation, which first of all, six weeks is way, way too long to go somewhere. You can't, we can't vacation for six weeks, a month and a half. Maybe not too much. Two weeks, maybe, you know, yeah. just maybe two weeks, even um, three's pushing it, <laughs> you know, three, three's, you know, just wait, just cut it in a half, Roy. Um, yeah. Obviously it is a, it's a nice gesture that he did, but it's also, you know, she's starting her own thing and she wants to put time into it, you know? And I just, I just, I'm excited to see wh- where they go. And, Again, this show, I think, is a surprises all the time because it just feels so real. And I think that's what hurts and cuts so deep with this show is that because things can feel so light in the show, when the darker moments happen, they're all the more highlighted. They feel yeah. all the more real. And it feels just like life. And I, and I love the show for doing that. 100%. Do we have any other thoughts on season two or the finale? 
of season two of Ted Lasso. Before we wrap up, Shay. No, I, I think the problem with this show is that, you know, you and I could talk about it for hours. And as we much really as could. as much as people want to hear that, uh, I think we should save them the trouble and and leave it to the point of where we're at right now. Because, yeah, man, like this is this is a show that is so important. I think more people need to watch it. I think more people need to go at it with an open mind and stop worrying about, oh, it's too happy. It's like is is it though because it is but it really it's also because like, like it is but it isn't like it's it's just real and the characters are very relatable so just give it a shot yeah i mean listen the character of ted lasso itself yes he's a very positive person but he's surrounded by human people you know and and even the character of ted itself himself is just he's a very grounded character you have to know him because a lot of it is just a first impression. But again, as you go into those layers, the show it really becomes something special. And I think season two um, really proved that there's just a wealth of stories to tell with this entire cast, this entire team of characters. And I cannot wait to see where things go next season. I agree. And of course, we will be talking all about it on the movie podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our review of Ted Lasso season two and the Ted Lasso season two finale. Uh, don't forget, we will be taking Monday off from our regular episode. We will have a little something dropping on Monday. So make sure you tune into the movie podcast feed to see exactly what that is. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday after this Thanksgiving Monday. Um, and you could catch our review episodes and all the latest movies and series just like this one. Make sure you follow the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd, right into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca and check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with The Movie Podcast and we'll see you next.